What is Northern Lights Pulse? Stay tuned and find out. Welcome to the Northern Lights Pulse podcast. Here at NL Pulse, our mission is to help teens and young adults understand themselves, others, and the world in which they live. We're your hosts, Peter and Rachel, and we're so glad you're joining us today. And on today's episode, we have founder of NL Pulse and executive director of Northern Lights Youth Services, Lee Erickson, who both Peter and myself have an extensive history with. And we're excited to talk about this platform and his history in youth prevention and the sort. So thank you for coming today, Lee, and we're excited to have you. Thanks. It's good to be here. So before we get started with the uh, with our conversation, I just want to mention that if you want to learn more about what we are uh, doing at Northern Lights Pulse, you can do that by going to nlpulse.com. We're also on all the social media outlets, so you can find us at um, NL Pulse on Facebook, at NL underscore Pulse on Twitter, and at Northern Lights Pulse on Instagram as well. So I figure we should probably start today's conversation by introducing ourselves, um, our background, kind of how we got to this point where we're at right now. I can go first. My name is Peter Dukes. I was born here in North Dakota. Um, I went to college at NDSU for recreation management, and with that degree, I sort of, I, I traveled around the country working with youth in a lot of different recreational um, areas, summer camps, YMCAs, Boys and Girls Club, things like that. I did that for about <clears throat> 10 years, then I moved back to this area. I started working as a literacy tutor with the Minnesota Reading Corps. And then that led me to going back to school at Minnesota State University Moorhead for elementary education, where I got my degree. And so I have a couple of degrees. And right now I am serving as the program ma manager for Northern Lights Youth Services. So that's sort of, that's a little bit of my background. Rachel, did you want to share a little bit about yourself? Sure. My name is Rachel Pischek, and I also was born and raised in North Dakota, uh, in Lakota, North Dakota, which is where I'm from. And I got involved with Northern Lights Youth Services and Northern Lights SAD in about 2008 is when I attended my first um, Northern Lights conference. And from there, I held various roles um, on the Northern Lights Advisory Board, then moving up to the national level um, on, the, on the, excuse me, uh, National Student Leadership Council. And then I attended Concordia College for my undergrad and post-graduation there. I worked um, in the Northern Lights Youth Services office for about two years and had a great time. And yeah, the rest is history. And now um, I'm working for a different organization, but I definitely proudly still support Northern Lights Youth Services and all of its wonderful work that it does for youth in North Dakota and across our three-state geographical region. Yeah, we both have a pretty extensive history with Northern Lights Youth Services and the SAD program in this area. I, I remember meeting the person that we're going to introduce here in a little bit, Lee Erickson, about 22 years ago now. It feels like forever that it's been. Um, 
just a, I was just a sophomore in high school, didn't really know what I was doing. And I went with some friends to a regional, I believe it was a regional uh, North Dakota SAD conference. And at that point I joined as a member of this um, North Dakota state advisory board. Actually at the time it was a regional advisory board. Um, and then the, the year following that I joined as part of the first ever um, North Dakota SAD state advisory board. And so that was a really, really long time ago. Um, Lee Erickson is someone who has been really influential in my life. And um, I'm just going to let him introduce himself. Lee, why don't you talk a little bit about your background? Okay, well, um, I, I got into this, this whole line of work. Um, I, if, if somebody would have told me 25 or so years ago that I'd be the coordinator for the for the SAD program, I'd have, I'd have wondered what they've been smoking, you know, but uh, <laughs> anyhow, just long story short, you know, I, I ended up losing a daughter in a drunk driving accident year back in 1993, actually. And uh, it was in the reaction from that, not for myself, but with the kids around me, uh, the friends and whatnot, uh, they wanted to try and do something about it. So they wanted to get a SAD chapter started here in, in Hillsboro where I live. And I wanted them to get find somebody else to be the advisor, but they couldn't find anybody to, to be the advisor. So I said, okay, let's go for it. And it really took off. And a few years later, um, our, they had our office, local officer group, and they were wondering, you know, what, what other SAD chapters there were in the States. And I said, I don't know, I'm going to find out. We found out that we were one of only six chapters in the state at that time. And they said, well, let's hold a conference. Let's get some more started. And so we held a conference and we invited your school, Peter, you know, you ended up coming down for that, you know, and uh, it was after that conference that I was asked to be the North Dakota state coordinator. And I said, okay, I guess how much work can this be? There's only six chapters in the state. Well, <laughs> little did I know, it was just an idea whose time had come and it just, the idea spread like wildfire. And then we started, you know, getting some interest from Minnesota and South Dakota and stuff too. So we ended up being this three state region, you know, this Northern Lights SAD region and we formed a nonprofit to oversee it. And we called that Northern Lights Youth Services. And uh, I guess one of the first things that I did is I knew that I knew nothing about prevention and I had no idea really that much of what was going on with the kids. And we did not want to be driving the agenda and telling the kids what our SAD program was going to be all about. I wanted to hear from you guys. So I learned a lot from people like you, Peter, and you, Rachel, you know, because again, I was smart enough to be able to ask what motivates you. And, uh, and so we sort of, tied our program around that you know is about what's important and uh, we developed a lot of new uh, unique programming that sort of jived with, with that whole concept and you know we, we built a really strong sad program you know uh, because of that but uh, but the sad program is only part of the part of the issue you know we were running into some problems you know with uh, you know, you need schools who are willing to do a SAD chapter, you know, support a SAD chapter. You need an advisor, you know, willing to commit time to it. And then you need kids, you know, who have the courage to 
go to the meetings, go to the conferences where they really get it because, you know, we always took a very holistic approach, you know, to our Northern Lights SAD program. We didn't let the issues drive who we were. It was more of an attitude, a way of life and that sort of thing. And we were constantly evolving in that manner. And it just came to the point of uh, a few years ago where it was like, why are we limiting ourselves with today's technology and everything? Why are we why are we going through all those steps and all those filters to try and get our message to the kids we were trying to reach? You know, where we could um, we could put it in a platform like this and just have it be available to whoever wants to hear the message. Thank you so much for sharing that, Lee. And obviously, thank you for all of the work that you've done um, across of over the course of your career um, working with Northern Lights Youth Services. Um, and the direction of this conversation today is not only for the listeners to get to know you, but also to kind of get to know this platform that you're creating, you and Peter together, um, and the students that you work with. So I am just wondering what were some glaring signs um, and glaring um, issues you mentioned, like having to work with schools and having to make sure that there's a SAD advisor available at the school. But other than that, what were some um, instances where it just kind of hit you, you have to start working with students on a in a different way and on a different level, um, if you have any of those specific um, circumstances or specific moments that kind of hit you on how to change, change up the way you are connecting with people? Well, one thing is that, you know, the issues are changing, you know, it's not so black and white, you know, where, um, where, when it used to be that we were just dealing with impaired driving and underage drinking and stuff, you know, that's pretty simple, but um, life is a lot more complicated for young kids today. You know, there are so many pressures and a lot of it driven by social media. That's changed the world so much. But another thing that we saw, and you, you were working with me at this time, Rachel, it was back a few years ago, and we were trying to get some conferences going in Minnesota, I think it was, and we just weren't getting the schools, uh, you know, the schools weren't as willing to allow kids to go to leave school to go to a conference and that sort of thing you know just so we were seeing whereas the kid uh, schools used to send a school bus full of kids they're maybe taking a van and things like that it's just what's going on here you know so you know the schools are under a lot of pressure and i certainly can't blame them for that you know but uh, it's just that the whole dynamic was changing and i remember asking you at that one day Rachel, what's going on? There's something going on, isn't there? And you said, yeah, you know, and we had trouble putting our fingers on it, but then it just kind of realized that um, we need to do something different. We need to do something different here and, you know, try to try to reach the kids in a different way. So it was just a, a culmination of things. Um, and then just realizing the power that we had at our fingertips with modern technology and being able to reach kids and, you know, enable them to listen to a podcast and, you know, access the stuff from the privacy of their own bedroom in the middle of the night if they wanted to, you know, so, so why are we limiting ourselves, you know, to this traditional structure when, when we can break free of that and broaden our audience so much more? Yeah, I think that the, the technology piece is a really important part of it. 
if we would have tried to come out with something, and we'll talk a little bit more about exactly what NL Pulse, Northern Lights Pulse is in a little bit and the different sort of services and resources that we're gonna offer. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but just this, this idea that if we would have tried to do an initiative like this 10, 15 years ago, it, uh, it might not have been as successful because websites, to get information across on websites is a little bit hard. Podcasting still wasn't a huge thing yet. Right. Social media wasn't as big as it is now. Now is the right time to be doing this because kids have access to all of these things at their fingertips 24-7. This is right. the right time for an initiative like this. Yeah, so as you mentioned, Peter, I mean, before we get into, I have a lot of questions. And I was like Lee mentioned, I was there kind of at the inception of this whole idea. Um, but I want to start with, so we've already come to the point where you're noticing that there's a problem here connecting with students. Um, schools are less receptive to sending students to conferences. I can only imagine, Lee, you mentioned that meeting that we went to in Minnesota in Bemidji. I can only imagine how those folks that we met with then are dealing with remote learning now like oh my goodness i can't exactly yeah yikes anyway um so we are we're understanding that the issues are changing and the way that we are communicating with these students is changing and needs to and needs to change not only because of the school restrictions and the programming restrictions but also um, because the issues are changing so if you could just kind of walk me through once you realized there was this change that needed to happen, you had an idea to move sort of online, um, what the Northern Lights Pulse platform is and um, what areas you want it to service. Okay, the reason why we called it the Pulse is because, you know, we're kind of uh, planning on priding ourselves on the fact that we're uh, gonna do our best to have our fingers on the pulse of what's really going on with the kids and what they, the issues that they wanna talk about. You know, we want to be able to hear from them directly. We want to take periodic online polls, you know, so we can find out what issues you, you want to talk, us to talk about, and we'll talk about them. You know, uh, we can be much more responsive to what's going on because the issues are just changing so fast. And a lot of the programs, you know, like from federal programs, state programming and stuff, you know, that are developed, they're usually a few years behind, you know, behind the curve because, by the time, you know, the issues are just changing and stuff so fast. So, um, you know, we want to, we want uh, it's going to be, we're going to be talking about a lot of topics. We're going to be talking about a lot, a lot of topics that you can't talk about in school, probably. You know, we're, you know, we're going to get, I, I think that, you know, our, our Northern Lights SAD program uh, had a very holistic um, message, as I mentioned before, but it's going to be that same sort of message, but on steroids, you know, and, you know, we're not, this, this isn't a sad program. We want this, um, we're going to be coming up with ideas and talking points and that sort of thing that can be used in a sad program, but also other youth organizations, maybe church youth groups or just groups of kids, you know, who get together or maybe just, you know, it's going to be an, an individual message, uh, you know, for a lot of kids. So, um, we're gonna we're gonna be putting a lot of information out there. We want to hear from our from our listeners and from our the people who visit um, the the website. Uh, we want to hear from them about what they want to see, 
and we want to have stuff there that's going to be relevant. We aren't going to be driven by any sort of an agenda. You know, that's, that uh, we don't have anybody telling us what we need or, you know, what we have to have or cannot have on this website. We're just going to go for it. You know, we're going to, uh, we want, we're going to be depending a lot upon our, our subscribers, you know, our, our listeners. So where, where, where it goes to a big extent is, uh, depends on upon what our listeners are telling us. Yep, a, a lot of the content that's going to be on the website and in the social media and on this podcast is going to be based on the suggestions that our listeners have for us. So if there's a particular topic that they want to hear more information about or want to hear a speaker come in, or come and talk to talk about, we need those we need that guidance from our listeners. We need to know exactly. we want to have our finger on the pulse as you said of the listener so that way we're providing the content that they want and that they need. Right, and we've got subdivided up into eight general areas, eight general topics. You know, a lot of it you know, built on self-esteem, you know, your sense of self, but also how you look at others and where, where, to, where to get help when you, when you need it, that sort of thing, overcoming adversity. You know the decisions that you make, and to talk about peer pressure, and a lot about relationships. You know, developing healthy relationships. So, you know, I I'm excited about where this is going to go. We've got a lot of information on the site there. You know, right now, and that's going to be constantly evolving, constantly growing. You know, and we want to hear testimonials. You know, from 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 our listeners, and you know, some of our alumni, kick, you know, young adults who have been there, done that, and they, you know words of wisdom that they can pass on to, on to those younger younger than them and uh maybe some words to their maybe somebody who's 25 years old now you know what what would you tell your 16 year old self that sort of thing you know it's uh, i'm excited about where this is gonna go yeah, me too i just to go over those eight categories i have them written down here just so that people can hear what they are um so we have who am i the person in the mirror, adults who care, making choices, my circle, making a difference, who are they, and bouncing back. And by those names, you can see that there is going to be, there, there are eight distinct categories, but at the same time, there is going to be some overlapping topics as well. Absolutely. Um, just by, you can just, you know, put together who am I and the person in the mirror sound like they're pretty they're they overlap a lot but within each of those there's going to be distinct resources on the website for those particular topics all the way down the line and it's not that we have all the answers we're just going to be putting thoughts out there to you you know and so much of this you know you have to figure out who who you are you know we can you know provide some guidance and you know some stories about it but uh you know, but you're going to have to make that determination yourself. But, you know, but they're all going to intertwine with each other. Like you said, you know, you need to understand yourself before you can understand others. Things like that, you know, and uh, yeah. Um, that brings up a really good point that I feel that I should make. <laughs> the three of us, none of us are doctors or mental health professionals. Um, so we can't diagnose anything we can't Correct. prescribe anything but what we can do is provide you the resources that you need to get the help that you need so and just to is, get the issues out there to get the issues yep. out there you know we we want to 
I think I've mentioned to you in the past, you know, the, uh, with our listeners, we want to make them laugh. We want to make them cry. We want to make them think, you know, and so uh, we're, we're hoping that we can accomplish all, all three of those things, but we're just going to get the issues out there. We don't have all the answers. No one does, right. you know, especially, you know, cause there's no cookie cutter uh, solution, you know, that that's good for everybody. You know, a certain right. amount of things you need to figure out yourself and evolve as life goes on because it's a process. Right. And one of the things about these issues that we're going to be tackling uh, with a lot of them, I would say with most of them, part of their power comes from the fact that people aren't willing to talk about them. Right. You know, so by talking about them and getting those issues out, they lose their influence. You know, when you're talking about mental health issues, you're able to find ways to cope with them, work through them. If you're not talking about that, you're going to hold on to that stuff until you explode. Mm-hmm. In your experiences, um, both of you, in your experiences in working, working with youth, um, especially here in 2020, um, have you noticed, and I don't know what your interactions have been with students so far this year, ever since um, the pandemic hit, but what, areas in terms of the mental health space because that's really what this culminated itself to become about it's i mean nl pulse is going to focus on a bunch of different issues in different areas and it's going to rely a lot on the feedback of the listeners and the participants like we've talked about um but are there any specific areas that you've noticed this year and in your time working on this that you really want to double down focus on because you see such a need well, I think, you know, when this first idea came up, you know, I think it was back in 2017 when this uh, concept first came up, you know, and we were thinking that we, you know, just seeing the the increase in anxiety and things like that, you know, and uh, just, you know, some of the pressures that social media has put on, but um, the, that was pre-COVID. And then when COVID came along and it just put every every reason why we thought this should exist in the first place, it just put it in highlight and, and bold and italics and underscored and stuff, you know, just all the reasons. So um, it's definitely a thing who, whose time has come, but I think, you know, just a lot of it was with, you know, just overall anxiety. And even though a person is connected, they feel alone and just so many pressures, you know, social pressures, pressures to succeed, all that sort of thing. And there's just a lot of stuff going on out there and just anything that we can do to help kids figure, figure this out and figure out themselves um, is very much needed. And it was needed pre-COVID, it's needed even more now. All right, so talking about all of these issues, the question that I have for you, Lee, is, who is this for? Who, what it, who is Northern Lights Pulse for? Who are we trying to reach? I think the audience is going to be very broad, or at least our intended audience is going to be very broad all the way, you know, for middle schoolers, you know, uh, middle schoolers, high school, college age students, young adults. I mean, everyone's got, got, got the same sorts of pressures and stuff. And, uh, um, so I think our audience is going to be very broad, or at least, you know, that, that that's our intention. You know, pretty much anybody with access to a cell phone, you know, <laughs> and is able to into podcasts and uh, wants to go and get some information to help try and figure things out, you know. So 
it, it's going to be a very broad audience in, in my mind. Right. And the topics that we are going to tackle are going to be able to meet the needs of a wide range of, of, of people, too. I know that we're going to be talking about some self-esteem issues, some um, self-image issues, but we're also going to be talking about things like what is college like? What, what's the first year of college like? How do you budget? How do you um, make new friends in a new area? Um, and we're also going to have fun with it. We're also going to have fun with it. You know, you're not going to be listening to me. You know, that this, this is your guys' show. And you're going to have, you know, guest podcast hosts. You know, or, I mean, you know, uh, guests on there who are some very influential, you know, motivational speakers, you know, youth specialists, things like that. You know, we're going to be touching on a lot of things. So we're going to have a lot of fun with this, too. You know, and some of it might be, some of it is going to get pretty deep. And some of it's just going to be a lot of fun. Right. Just like what you said earlier, we're going to, we want you to, we're going to produce something that's going to make you laugh. We're going to produce something that might make you cry, but we're going to produce something that might make you think as well. Those we're really going to make you things. think. We're really, really going to make you think. think. Um, for example, the next topic that we're going to be talking about in our next podcast is going to be coping skills for COVID. <laughs> so you knew that early on in this podcast, one of the things that we were gonna be talking about was COVID. But we're not gonna be focused so much on COVID itself because we already know all the things about COVID. We know what COVID does to people, but what we're gonna be talking about is how do you get through it? What are your coping skills? What are some coping mechanisms you might have? We're gonna come up with lists of our own that things that we've done over the past year to get through this, this very difficult time. Yeah, and you might be listening to this post-COVID too. You know, hopefully we're not gonna be dealing with this forever, but everyone's gonna have their own personal COVID <laughs> struggle at some point. You know, everyone's right. got, got their things that you're gonna have to face. So, I mean, I, I think there's gonna be some very positive things that come from this, because we're gonna find out a lot about ourselves and we're gonna find out a lot more about how we deal with these pressures. and. You know, the, like I say, there's going to be some positive things that, that, that come from that. So hopefully we can use this whole experience, you know, to help set the stage for, for, for the future too. Yep, that's right. Well, I feel like that is a really good place to end, unless you have anything else, Rachel. No, I was just going to have uh, one thing that when we were putting this podcast together that Lee said he really wanted to um, emphasize even from the very inception when I was still working with him um, years ago, he wanted to finish off the podcast with a thought or a song, yes. a song recommendation or um, any type of, you know, tidbit at the end of the podcast. So I am wondering, Lee, for our first thought or recommendation or song of the day or whatever, if you have anything that you would like to share. Not off the top of my head, to be honest, I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys come up with something there. You know, maybe if, you, if you've got a quote at your fingertips or something, or maybe a good, you know, eventually what we want to do is uh, when we have that thought of the day, uh, once we know that the website is up and running too, you know, go to nlpulse.com and, our, you know, we'll look at our thought of the day or something like that, you know, or look at this link to this song. Or something. So uh, I'm just uh, I'm going to let you guys guys come up with, with something there to end it with because uh, I don't have anything off the top at my fingertips right now. It just so happens that I have something ready to go for today. Great, good. So the thought of the day that I found um, 
was, it's a quote by Kelly Ray Roberts. She's an artist. And the quote goes like this, we are all connected and kindness is that voice that softly says, I see you, I honor you, you are not alone. Um, and I think it's important to know that we see you, we honor you, and you are not alone. We are here to help you. Um, like I said before, we're not professionals by any means, but we will do what we can to get you the information and the resources you need when you need them. So you just need to let us know what those resources are that you need, and we will work as hard as we can to get those to you. Excellent. I think that sounds great. All right, so to wrap it up again, I just wanna plug our social media and where you can find us next. Um, <clears throat> you can find us online at nlpulse.com. You can find us at Facebook at nlpulse on Twitter at NL underscore Pulse and at Instagram at Northern Lights Pulse. With that, I think that's a good place to end for the day. So look out next time on our next episode, we're gonna be talking about coping skills and how to work your way through COVID and other life events. My name is Peter. And I'm Rachel. And thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. <laughs>